Hey everyone, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. I want to thank you all for joining me tonight. My podcast is live from my car because my family and I were out all day doing stuff, getting ready for school for the boys. It's almost time, two weeks, and they'll be going to school. Karen will get his new classroom, and EJ will be going back to high school for 11th grade. Yeah, junior year. Gosh, they're they're getting so big. It's crazy. So, yeah, we're out doing our school shopping, and it was craziness, and um, all the things that the teachers specifically wanted for their classrooms, and, of course, the new clothing and the new shoes and socks and underwear and all the good stuff for... (laughs) for school you know what that's like so today we're just going to come and talk to you about modern heathenry a little bit um maybe talk a little bit more about the nine noble virtues or something like that um basically just have a talk yeah, and uh good. yeah sounds good my wife's with me obviously my little son's back there hopefully he'll talk tonight i don't know yeah he said hello so hopefully he'll talk tonight we'll see what goes on but and when we come back, we'll talk about modern heathenry. So grab yourself a horn, grab yourself a cup, grab yourself some meat or some coffee, whatever you want to do. I got myself a soda tonight. So join us as we talk about modern heathenry in the modern world and the conscript of what it is, our construct of what it is. Pardon me. So I'll be back with you in a few moments here. And thanks for joining us. everyone, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. I was looking for some new stuff for my beard, and I was looking around and I wanted something my wife would like as well. I was looking for a good product that didn't leave my beard feeling greasy, that nourished it and kept it moist, and had a good scent to it as well. Um, So in discussing with my wife, we tried a few different things, and I found this wonderful heathen place called Beast Curiosities. Now, they don't just offer beard oil. They have quite a few different products available through them. Um, You definitely want to go ahead and check them out at BeastCuriosities.com. But I specifically tried the beard oil. Um, I tried Hell's Respite. I tried Tears Loyalty. And I tried, give me one second, Yord's Wilderness. All of these were really great beard oils. They all had wonderful scents that lasted a long time and would stay with me throughout the whole day. They nourished my beard and kept it good. And they also made it that it felt nice and was good to smell. And other people around me liked it quite a bit. So when you actually get in their oils, they tried really hard to produce an oil that does what it says it's going to do while nourishing your beard as well. They tried a few products so they got the great one together and they call it their magical beard oil. I will tell you, it is magical. It smells great. Even after going to the pool with my wife for about three hours, my beard still smelled great and felt great. So with that said, I'm going to tell you to go ahead and check them out. Again, they're not only beard oil, but Beast Curiosity is a place you want to go. BeastCuriosities.com. You can also email him and check out his products at Beast at beastcuriosities.com. They have a Twitter account at bscuriosities, and you can also find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash beastcuriosities. You definitely want to go out and get some of this if you have a beard. It is a wonderful product, something great to use. My wife and her friends all love this product quite a bit. So go ahead and get it if you get a chance, guys. It's a wonderful product. Thank you, guys, and have a great day.
Hey guys, we are back, and I want to thank you all for listening to the promos that are in between here. Those are all heathen businesses that are looking to help you with your heathen walk and do the things that you need to get along, like with uh, runes and little um, effigies and things to keep your beard looking good and smelling good. Yeah. My wife here smells my beard. Can Ooh, I smell it? Smells it smells good. You know. Yeah, it smells very good. He uses all. He always gets this beard oil stuff when they want him to try his products and <laughs> test them. And he gets always the big bottles that you can buy in the shop for like five dollars. <laughs> five dollars or twelve dollars, wow. dude. Twelve Yeah. That that's from our our friend over there, at Beast Curiosities, um, to try the oil. So they really. Ass beard company. No, that's the other one I'm trying recently. I don't like it that much, so to be honest with you. Um, it but doesn't smell good that much. No, nah, I think it smelled that good. I think it smelled good, but either way, it's all right. So those heathens helping heathens getting your businesses going. Um, so you know, check them out if you get a chance. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So as we were talking about, you know, the, the modern world, you know, is getting ready to see us as heathens and learn about us and and everything else and you know we want to put our best foot forward and we we're talking yesterday about the nine noble virtues mm -hmm. and how you know they they're a good representation of frith you know this is my personal idea of it they're a good representation of frith and what um, we should as heathens should do and the frith that we should bring with us and show i mean dude frith is so in depth it's really hard to explain um, it's really hard to put your finger on what it is. You know it when it's there. You know when it's not there. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. But it's so hard to explain what it is. So, I mean, our best foot forward is to follow, you know, those virtues if we can. Um, a couple other, make sure we're not oath breakers. Make sure we, you know, are hospitable. One of the greatest things I've seen is the beginning of the have -em all And within those first few verses... Odin describes how we are supposed to act and treat others. Um, it's a really good idea of what we're supposed to do. I mean, he talks about the traveler coming and wants to warm himself by the fire and how we're supposed to give him a cloak and let him warm himself by the fire to fill his belly with soup or food to, you know, help him out, but keep our wits about us. Don't lose your wits and, you know, don't talk too much. Let them talk more and return a gift with a gift and so on and so forth. And, these are all great aspects, and you know, one of the best things I think he ever says is, is that a good friend's house is close no matter how far, but a bad friend's house is far no matter how close. And I think in those words, it truly describes... I, yeah, there's a lot of wisdom in just those words alone, I, yep. and you know, I, I see that every day, like, it's not something... It's not something I ever learned, I don't think, growing up. Right. But it's something, you know, that, that we've come, especially us, we've come to realize very much so lately. Yeah, over the years, I mean, we, we've learned a lot about people, and it seems as if people are actually getting worse in the world. Um, you know, just the news today was horrible. I mean, guy riding around with his wife dead next to him, and he killed somebody else, and, you know, people doing bad things to kids, and... A father that shot his son in the face and then shot himself. I mean, what kind of world is this anymore? I mean, these people, they, they have no ideas. They have no path to follow. So they're just off the wall. I mean, they're just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, you know. And here we are getting beat up by Christians, even though we live a more frithful life than 
the the I'm, average Joe, well, you know. You know a, a more moral life, I yeah. think, at times, and you know, working in the public like I do, working with the public all day long, it was kind of offensive this weekend to me because I had I had a bad day on Saturday. Um, we just had a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff going on in in our lives in general, and then I go to work and I'm having a bad day at work. There's machines down. There's this going on. There's that going on. So it's a really bad day. And I have three people approach me and ask me, "Where do you go to church? You should go to church more. You should really go to church." And I'm like, I, I don't need to go to a church. I don't need to go to a building to be get better yeah to get better i need to go home i need to meditate i need to center myself and i i need to get back to basics there's been just a lot going on and it's overwhelming yeah i mean i don't mean to quote christians when i say you know these people they're lost i mean they're they are they're, very lost they're in this place where I, I don't even begin to understand what it is and what's going on and you know what's driving them to be the way they are you know, I, I talked to a Christian friend of mine. I have a lot of Christian friends, and um, one friend in particular I'm really close to. He's local, and him and I talk quite a bit. You know, and I, I try to explain to him one day, you know, in our religion, we don't have a devil. We don't have a force that causes us to do evil. If we do evil, we, we do evil. Right. We choose that every single day, what path we're going to take and whether or not we're going to be a good person, a bad person, a moral person, or an in-between person. There's nobody that we can blame at the end of the road and say, oh, this person made me do it, or that person made me do it, or this spirit made me do it, or that spirit made me do it. We choose every single day how to treat people. We treat people good because that's how we're supposed to treat each other. You know, we, we care about the homeless person and the person that's hungry because they're human beings and we know what it's like to be hungry and cold and lonely. And that's why we treat them the way we do. Not because we get some great reward at the end for doing so. The reward comes from the friendship, the honor, and the loyalty we get from those that we do help. You know, our reward comes from us being good people, period. And I think that's one of the things you and I try to teach our children. I mm -hmm. mean, our... One of the things we've done, and we don't suggest everybody do this, but we've done it ourselves, is we we love it. We do what we lovingly call taking in strays. Yeah. So you know we you know a lot of people take in stray cats or stray dogs, and we take in stray humans. Yep. You know. <laughs> uh -huh. So he's kind of been this revolving door of like we're the ones who have the 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 lease or whatever. We're our names are the ones that are on the paperwork, but any number of family members or friends or acquaintances or whatever that we feel comfortable with have come in and out of our house. Right. And in and out of our lives. Yeah. yeah. In and out of our lives ever since the day we met. And it's just kind of that personality that we have, that we, we are able to accept you into our home, accept mm -hmm. you into our lives, you know, and, and give you what you need to send you on your way to your be next best part of your life. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, you know, your yeah. next best part. And we've had friends who stayed with us for a couple of years and then fall by the wayside and, you know, do some stuff. But that's, again, their choice. I mean, we cannot make choices for these people. Right. That's but, not for us to do, but we can show them what our lives are like and how we live and say, you know, this is what we do. You know, I mean, we have kids, we have pets, we have everything else, and... You know, we struggle every day, and they see that. I mean, we fight, we argue, we do this, that, and everything, <laughs> and they're right there, but we're together, and 
we're still going forward. You and know? they know that they're always welcome in our home too. Right. You know, unless you do us wrong in such a horrible or you know such an outrageous way, you're always welcome in our home. Right. And and even if you do us wrong and that we don't wish ill upon you no, or ill no, will no. toward you, it's not like that. It's just no, you know we choose that we don't have to have that in our life any right. longer. I mean, don't get me wrong, but you know that's all there is to it. Right. So, but you know, modern the, the construct of modern heathenry is so in depth in the sense that um, how we deal with each other, how we deal with the people around us, um, especially with all the new stuff coming out. So, the question arises: you know, what do we do with all this new stuff? I mean, I don't want to go around correcting people all the time when they're talking about Thor, but in the same token, I don't want them understanding that that Thor is my Thor. So, you know, kind of nicely, you know, I try to say, you know what, it's an actual religion that people follow. And I do worship Thor, especially on Thor's day, which is Thursday. To you, to me, it's Thor's dogger. So, you know, just understand that when you're going about and you're talking about your Thor, understand that your comic book Thor is different than my Thor. Right. They're two different entities. Um, yours is fake, mine is real. You know, and yours may be based on mine, but it's not the true form of mine. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, you know, without saying it too rudely, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to say it without sounding rude because it's not what I meant to do, but, you know, it's just that your Thor is not my Thor and I'd like to keep them separate. Right, exactly. That's all. Not there's anything wrong with their Thor. I mean, if they want to venerate a comic book... Let them venerate a comic book. Right. Me along. And, you know, there's people who who are Jedi's who came out of popular yep. culture, and they believe in that as a yep. religion, and that's cool for yep. them. And so. if your kids are reading the Thor comic books, and the idea that they're reading something about Thor, you can use that as a stepping stone to bring into the real Thor and build upon that. And same thing with friends and family. I mean, a lot of people ask me, you know, how would you even start talking about heathenry with friends and family? I was like, well, have they seen the Thor movies? You know? Right, and there's a lot of the gods and stuff in the yeah. Thor movies. It's yep. not just Thor himself. In the first one, you've got Sif, you've got yep. Loki, you've got Hamdall, Hamdall, and Freyr, right? Yeah, and Freyr is in there, yeah. And, and, and of course, Freya Odin and Odin. Yeah, and Frigga, yep. And so you've got them all in there, and yeah. you've got that concept of okay, there's more than one. Right. This last one, you had the Valkyries in it and a yes, bunch of others. Yes, I mean, yes. you had the whole the whole realm of Asgard was in there. I mean, it was just great. It was. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. One so, I mean, you could... You, go ahead. One thing that I I like about Stanley's um, Thor Ragnarok movie is how he made the, the, the space island where they live. Like, how he made all the buildings. You mean Asgard? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's what, that's what I was saying. And how he made the characters look like yeah. the... Oh, you liked um, you liked Hella in that one, didn't you? Yeah, Hella looked pretty cool too. Yeah. I did yeah. like that too. And you know, they, they showed the they showed Valhalla and everything else. It was really neat. I mean, I, I think that's a good stepping stone. So yeah, so we're gonna break here for a second. I'm gonna grab something to drink here. When we come back. We'll talk a little bit more, and um, that'll be our talk for the evening then. And we'll come to you tomorrow again. So thanks for listening. Be right back. Hey guys, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. How are you guys tonight? I hope I'm meeting you well. 
Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys, while I'm out traveling, it's not always feasible to carry my whole big altar box with me. So sometimes I like a little something in my pocket. And I found a great place to get that from. That's Odin's Beard Woodworking. Great little place out there. It makes small little pocket altars for you with candles and um, gods and everything in them, little sayings and such. Wonderful work that this man does. Cars everything by hand. He has a couple things going on here. He has little pocket altars that I'm talking about for $25. He has small DD poles of five to six inches for $40, seven to eight inches for $45, nine to 10 for $50, and 11 to 12 for $60. He has 26 different deities to choose from and more coming every day. Your choices right now are Odin, Thor, Tyr, Loki, Freyr, Balder, Bragi, Hemdall, Njord, Fenrir, Ullr, Vidar, Hermod, Hel, Freya, Ostri, Scotty, Sif, Air, Frigg, Var, Thrud, Idun, Sigun, Ran, and Yord. That's a lot of different gods to choose from. So he can meet anybody's needs. Tell him what you want. You can go ahead and find him at www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com. He also has a Facebook page, and I know he does some stuff live every once in a while that you can actually watch him carve those things. Anyway, give him a good uh, look-see there and see if he has something that you can use. I guarantee his little pocket ultras will come in handy for you. So anyway, thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, we are back here. I got something to drink. I hope you all did too. And uh, we're talking about the construct of modern heathenry. And we left off, we were talking about the Thor Ragnarok movie, how my son liked uh, Valhalla and stuff. So with the resurgence of all this and Vikings on the History Channel and a few other things, I think it's prime time that we are able to start growing as a path for people start getting out there. I'm not saying proselytize, that's not what we do, but I'm saying begin to be yourself, begin to wear your Thor's hammer out, let people see it. I mean, I wear my Thor's hammer out every single day. <laughs> I have a giant necklace with um, runes on it and everything. And I, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys, I'm running from mayor of this town and everything, and nobody seems to care. And I'm in the Bible Belt in the middle of Alabama. Right. Nobody right. cares that I'm heathen because in all honesty, I'm a good person. They know me. They know that I'm out to do good for the community, period. And that little thing I wear on my neck doesn't matter to them, whether it right, be a cross exactly. or a hammer. You know, there are a few, don't get me wrong, which will be like, oh, he's not Christian. Oh, my goodness. But in all honesty, that's not what I found here. Um, no. Once I mean, people get I to know me here. One or two people like yeah. that. It's not very much. Yeah, but once they get to know me, they change yeah, their mind. Exactly. They know, yeah, exactly. They know us as a good as a good family, like yeah. they, this is a small town. They've, they've realized, you know, they're just a good family. They're not, yeah. there's nothing yeah, it's funny. I was talking the about them or. Yeah, I'm, I'm so ingrained in the town. I was talking to the police chief the other day and I said something to him about, you know, moving here about three years ago. And he's like, no, I thought you always lived here. And I said, no, dude, I, I didn't always live here. I only moved here like three years ago. He's like, no, no, you've lived here for years. I'm like, no, only three years. <laughs> 
And he's like, wow, man, I thought you were like born here and your kids are raised here. I was like, I wish, but no, that's that's why we're here though. I want my kids to be raised that's why here. I don't have a southern voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have a loud, high pitched southern voice. Close the door. All right. <laughs> so yeah, so it was funny, but you know, in that moment I realized that I've become part of this town and that even though I am a heathen in this town, and I'm very big on being a heathen, as you guys know, I mean I run a podcast, I have a Kindred. Uh, kindred and I'm always out doing stuff as a heathen I mean even the hospital would join me in my heathen you know <laughs> practices in the morning to worship the new day sun and you know it's it, they don't care yeah, I mean our, my doctor our, knows me as a heathen neighbors who have been like what are you guys partying for over there this week and stuff and yeah. it's not we're having a party but they don't we're like, having a right yeah. yeah they don't understand that we're having a ritual they just see it as we're having a good time because usually yep. they're there like they don't see the actual ritual part of it because it's really kind of Quiet. Quiet, yeah. Yeah, we, we kind of keep it quiet because it's just the environment that we have. But that, like, when we when we do our sunbolt and after our sunbolt when we have our feasting and stuff, yeah, that's we are nice loud and rocking. Yeah, we have a good time, a yeah. Good time. We usually yep. have a bonfire going and, right. like, just nice. having a good a good old time with yeah, our Yeah, and that's, friends. that's when we invite the people in. They come along, they have a good time. Right. And they're like, wow, these are heathen people? I, I didn't realize it. I mean, it, it went so far as we had a party at our local church. Yes. As heathens. Fun. You know, very and... Very fun. And there were, there were, it was a, it was great because there were heathens and Christians. Right, together. Breaking but, bread together, literally. Right, and you know what really blew my mind with the whole thing is that there were people within my kindred who had a hard time about us doing it at a church. Yeah. That was kind of strange. And I, I would have expected it the other way around, but it wasn't. It was that way. And that blew my mind. And, and it was a lot of fixing in my in my heathen community kindred, here yeah. and in my kindred to fix the problem of them having a problem with this happening in a church. Right. I, I It just blew my mind. But either way, that's for another discussion some other time. It doesn't matter about who you are. Who, right. Like, a heathens can be together with like thousands and thousands and thousands of Christians. Right. Maybe some will ask what's that symbol for. Right. But a lot of them will, will like he's just one of us. Right. I look at it like when I was a Boy Scout leader and I went to the Jamboree down there in um in Washington DC. So you had the side and American Boy Scouts are big on Christianity. Real big on Christianity. But you had a whole side that was a bunch of Boy Scouts from, like, all over the world that were, like, Muslim and Sikh and Hindi and everything else. And they were having their worship services at the same time the Boy Scouts were having their Christian services. And nobody cared in the sense that that was their place. This is our place. This is where we go. That's where they go. And 10 seconds after each of their services were done, they were together being boys, having a good time. And enjoying each other's company, trading patches, trading pins, doing all the stuff that Boy Scouts do without a care on whether or not you had a little symbol of a, of a cross on your thing or a little symbol the of a moon, moon or, or a little symbol of something else right. or the Ohm symbol. It didn't matter to them. They were trading with each other like, like they were boys being boys. And that's all that mattered. And I look at it like, why can't we just be human beings not caring about which gods we believe in or which gods we think are right or which gods we think are wrong 
you know, I know Christians don't treat us very well. And, you know, sometimes I don't think we treat Christians very well. But in the long run, if we would just understand from each other that we each had a right to believe the way that we want to believe, we could get over all the stupidity and just begin right. being. Right. That's why I like, you know? That's why I like China, because they made the eagle symbol. You like China? Yeah. The he likes China. The eagle symbol. Yeah. Half can be Christians, half can be heathens. They're still humans. Right, right. They they can worship the same, the the opposite. Just as long as they, they worship the emperor. As long as they worship. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So with that said, guys, I am going to let you all go for the night. I want to thank you for joining me, my wife Kelly, and my son. Bye. So we want to tell you all to have a great night and uh, keep your heathen practices up. Uh, what do you want to talk about tomorrow, Kelly? I don't know yet. I don't know. I was going to do uh, Tuesday and story time, but I decided to talk instead. Maybe we'll put story time up tomorrow. Maybe we can do story time tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to making some soap tomorrow. tomorrow. Maybe we can do some have mall listening or something. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah. So I'll try and put something up for you guys. Not try, I'll put something up for you guys for sure, no matter what. Um, <laughs> I, but I'll be I, making some soap and stuff tomorrow and doing some of the things around the house that we like to do that are kind of skillful the old ways. So, family uh, oriented. Yeah, family I want to read you guys a page of the Have Mall tomorrow. Okay, a whole page? A page. A are you going to read it in Icelandic for us? No, I can't. Oh, okay. I, I can speak it in English for you guys. Okay, that works for me. So <laughs> tomorrow, maybe I'll record that and let you guys all hear that. That'd be great. <laughs> so I want to thank you all for joining us at The Modern Heathen Man. Tell you to have a great night, and thanks again. And hail to you for listening and learning and doing what you need to do as a heathen. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey guys, this is Joe at Modern Heathen Man. How are you all today? Hoping you're having a good and uh, great day. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this YouTube channel that I found called Midgard Musings. It's by a man named Jesse and it is incredible. He has new videos uploaded on the channel every Sunday night and he has a live Facebook stream every Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Midgard Musings' goal is to help build heathen communities around the world with educational content and laid-back fun manner. He values the historical aspect of this path and uses it to help us grow and develop as heathens in modern times. So if you've been a heathen for a while or just brand new to it, definitely check it out. It's something worthwhile. If you'd like to support Midgard Musings by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash Midgard Musings, following on Facebook and purchasing merchandise from the Teespring and Redbubble Red stores. Redbubble, say that three times. All of which can be found on the YouTube channel video description. Midgard Musing also offers handmade driftwood rune sets for sale, and the purchase of these items help support the channel. Just to touch base on that a little bit, I actually own one of those rune sets. They are incredibly nice, good feel, wonderful stuff, good power within them. I'm telling you, worthwhile checking out. So please head on over to Midgard Musings, like and subscribe to the channel, and follow on Facebook and on YouTube at facebook.com slash Midgard Musings, 
and youtube.com slash Midgard Musings. M-I-D-G-A-R-D-M-U-S-I-N-G-S. We'll find you that Midgard Musings. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Joe and Kelly and my little boy back again. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining us here. So something weird happened to me yesterday. I wanted to bring it up a little bit. So we went to a local gun shop and we were doing some business there. And um, while we were there, we were waiting for something. And one of the girls that worked there said something about not going to church anymore or not attending church anymore. Do you remember that? She went, she didn't want to go to that particular church anymore. Yeah. She wouldn't go to that they, particular they church anymore. Something or whatever. Yeah. They gave, they called her name or something. And I was like, yeah, I know what that's like. And you know, and she's like, what do you mean? I said, yeah, I don't want to church anymore either. And she goes, yeah, I thought I recognized the necklace, but then she left it at that. And I was like, okay. So, you know, I thought about it for a little bit and I kind of thought, man, you know, if they recognize the necklace, then we're starting to get out there. We're starting to get our movement going, our path flowing, where people are starting to recognize it. Right. But then the question arose, what did she recognize about it? And I, I almost want to go back and ask her about that. And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, does she think I'm one of the ones that, you know, are a racist? Does she think I'm one of the ones that are this or one of the ones that are that? And, you know, at first, it kind of bothered me a little bit. And I thought, you know, it doesn't really matter just that the path is getting out there, just the idea of, you know, modern heathenry and people being heathen is getting out to the point that people are starting to recognize... The symbols. The symbols, like our hammer and our jewelry. Well, I had something... I haven't even told you this, because I had something similar happen the other day. Um, I think it was Sunday at work, maybe Saturday. Um, there was a gentleman that came in, and he was a truck driver. I work at a gas station, just so you all know. And... Um, this guy came in and he's like, a Thor's hammer. Yes, you wear one. He's like, I love the Vikings. I study them. They had the, the all these attributes that he was talking about. And he's like, are you Odinist? I said, no, I wouldn't consider myself an Odinist because my beliefs are a little bit different than theirs. I'm what, what we call a Satru. Similar beliefs, but a little bit different way of going about it. He's like, that is so cool. I love the Vikings. I study the culture in depthly. And I can't remember what he said the attributes were. It was like something of Sparta and something of this and something of that. And he was really, really enamored that there was somebody out there who was a Viking. Yeah, or or the help of the Viking belief <laughs> yeah, system. Like, yeah, help of the Viking belief system. I mean, he still th he thought I was a Viking. Like right. that's what I that's what I associated with. I'm like, not necessarily, but the the Norse ideals and stuff, but right. not that Viking military military right. idea. But I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I think with the resurgence of the, of the show Vikings, um, you know, that the History Channel has done has really brought about a rebirth of the idea of Vikings, what they believed and how they believed stuff. I mean, the show didn't get too much into their religion or to um, their real practices. It followed its basic storyline with the love story and um, Ragnar Lothbrok and, you know, a couple other people and Rolo and stuff like that. Um, to be honest with you, I am related to Rolo. I mean, in my family line, Rolo is there. Right. Not That's not what drove me into Asatru, to be honest with you, but it's there, you know? So, 
I don't hold to that or anything else other than he happens to be in my bloodline. Also, King Knut of um, England is in there, and a couple other kings King that Knut you... King was of Norway. Of Norway, sorry, yes, of Norway, pardon me. And a couple other kings are in there that you would recognize as Viking kings. That doesn't really matter to me. I, I never really got into what they were or how they acted solely because I was part of that, just because... I just feel at home in a Satru. I mean, that's right, just right? the bottom line. You know, I think anybody who feels at home in a Satru feels that, you know, right. that that's why they come to it. Right. Because they feel at home. Right. That's why I came to it. So as I was going to say, though, the, the thing was is that with the resurgence of Vikings, a lot of people are beginning to see our path, to recognize our path. And I almost wish that the show would have done something on the lines of showing their religion or showing some of their religious practices. Right. Um, the 13th Warrior did a great thing of showing the funeral that Ibn Fadlan saw, but it really it wasn't that great. I mean, it was great, you know, the way Ibn Fadlan described it in Rus, but we weren't told that it was Rus. We weren't told that it was this. And that comes from the the Norse study in me to know where it was, how it happened and everything like that. And it was great for people to see. And the 13th warrior of course was a storyline, right? It's a storyline of what supposedly happened to Ibn Fadlan. Um, and it's great. I mean, if you read his writings, they're incredible. So the thing is though, with these resurgences, we see people that come out of nowhere, you know, and just oh, all of a sudden they, they want to do Viking this, Viking that, Viking the other thing. And we have to explain that we're not Vikings. We're not those people. We are Norse pagans. We are the people that do the religion of the Vikings. And to say that we're Viking is like calling every American a Marine. It just doesn't work that way. Or every American a GI or every American a flyboy. It doesn't work. I mean, there's no way that that collates to every American. And it's the same thing with the Vikings, how they were the military aspect of the people. But back home, you had the farmers, you had the laborers, you had the right. people that did the things that created the society the Vikings belonged to. So, yeah, I kind of wish they, they'd do some stuff in that nature and show how the Norse society truly lived. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, you get you get some of that with the pop culture references and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, even with the the thing about Thor. Yeah, I was going to bring Thor up actually. Yeah. How it's totally different with uh, Stan Lee's Thor. Right. But he, I mean, he took some of the elements originally from the Norse pagan mm -hmm. myths and stuff, and then incorporated them into a superhero character. Um, but then there's like, you know, now there there's kind of an uproar in the community because. At Comic-Con this weekend, they just announced that the next movie, Thor, was going to be a woman. Right, right. And in the comic books, he does change gender. Right. And we have to learn, you know, we have to begin to separate. And, and I've been doing this since the beginning. You know, learn to separate that Thor from our Thor. I right. mean, there can be multiple Thors, obviously. But, you know, it's a construct of what Stan Lee believed Thor would be in a comic book and to turn him into a superhero, it's nice that he gave him that, you know, name and everything else, but this is not our Thor. He has a lot of attributes of our Thor, but is not our Thor. Right. So, like, when Joe goes to the doctor, his doctor's office, they, they are always commenting on, you know, Asatru and his Thor's hammer and things like that. And there's one nurse, the last time we went in there, um, a couple weeks ago, she's like, you're, you're Thor's hammer. I just love Thor. Right. So my question <laughs> is, 
do you love Thor or do you love Thor? <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're talking the movies. I love Thor, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. So, but, you know, in all honesty, you know, we have to separate those things as modern pagans and as modern heathens. We have to move them aside and understand what people are doing. I mean, I told you guys about the guy at the, at the uh, gas station one day when I get out and say, oh, you have a beautiful Thor's hammer that's, you know, tattooed under your calf. Oh, no, no, you know, yeah, yeah, that's Thor's thing. And then we're talking about, and I was like, sorry, you're practicing, you know, pagan. And he's like, practicing what? You know, Norse pagan. And he like, looked at me like I was crazy. Didn't understand that this was a symbol of our religion, that people follow this. That this is an actual path that people follow in life to a god. Right, and now he has it on his body forever. Yeah, now he has it on his body forever, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got a bunch of uh, Marvel, Marvel tattoos. tattoos. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's not the Marvel comic hammer. That's the hammer of our religion. And he's like, oh. You know, so now he's freaking out because he has this pagan symbol on his leg, and he didn't realize it, you know? But also, like, with going along with that, we went to Walmart the other day. Yeah, I was going to say this. And, and there's... A Thor's hammer in Walmart in, yeah. in the jewelry the section. The battle axe. And the battle axe. And the Gunganeer. And the, the Gunganeer spirit. And I mean, yeah. so going into Walmart in the jewelry section, now you're starting to see, you now it may be the Marvel comic Thor's hammer or a representation of it, but it's there as a pagan symbol. And yep. they're getting more of that. And, you know, as far as like the witches, the, the stars for for pentacles and pentagrams and things like that and you know symbols that aren't necessarily christian related symbols they're starting right. to get more of which is kind of nice to see as well because they're starting to believe there's start to realize there's more than just the christian people right, in the world right. yeah. yeah or when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about uh modern heathenism and modern being a modern heathen in today's society so uh give us a few moments we'll be right back <laughs> 